Arit, and welcome to another episode of whatever this is you're listening to. And so, yeah, it's another podcast. It's been about like a month since my last one, and I've been uh, reading a lot more recently, which is I've not actually read that much over the last year or so. So, and I've made a concerted effort to get back reading again. And so, there's going to be more book reviews in future. Um, so it's good to be reading again, but in between that lot, you know, it takes a while to read stuff. I am quite a slow reader. I take, I'm all over every sentence very carefully rather than those people who skim read and say, oh yeah, I read this book in an hour. It was, it was the most amazing experience of my life. And it's just, well, how on earth did you take it all in, mate? You read War and Peace in one hour, I doubt it. You skimmed it, you lying individual. I'm just trying to make sure I don't swear on this thing, otherwise I might get banned or something, I don't know. But yeah, um, so yeah, well, what was I going to go on about? Yeah, internet comments. That's what I was going to go on about this week, insert book reviews or anything like that, um, which have fascinated me for a long time, since around 2009, when, uh, with YouTube, really, I think YouTube kind of sort of really started it off, and various internet uh, sort of newspaper comment sections and then sporting comment sections um and just there was something particularly last week on instagram there's this bloke i follow and he's just he was having a Q&A, a live q a so i posted the question on there saying do you just a silly question you know to say uh, what do you prefer uh, beans on toast or cheese on toast no silly question uh, i think anyone with a modicum of intelligence could see that's a silly question and then the bloke himself responded uh, to saying neither, which I was a bit disappointed. They only put one word, but um, then I put a response saying, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And then a little crying emoji. And then this random person I've never come across in my entire life just suddenly shoved their way in with this really belligerent and condescending and kind of abusive, really. So, you know, discriminatory comment about me being English. And it was just, it just made me stop and think for a second, just like, because I don't normally online sort of try and get involved in anything. I just usually post silly comments online just to sort of, for a laugh, you know, for my for personal amusement and to make other people laugh, you know. And so, yeah, it just made me stop and think, what, what exactly was the point in that, mate? Seriously. And, you know, it just made me think... Instead of just responding like, oh, you effing, and then it could have turned into a huge flame war that would have gone on for ages. Instead, I just, you know, reported his comment and just blocked him. And it just made me think, you know, what exactly is going on with this person's life that doesn't seriously go around getting that angry about cheese on toast and beans on toast? Uh, he was very dismissive of both in his comment, let's put it like that. And then it just made me start thinking about uh, all the comments I've seen over the years on the internet because uh, YouTube was began my fascination of it. I'd leave sort of silly comments on YouTube and then I'd just see really horrible, bigoted, abusive comments from people on uh, YouTube. And then at one point I was reading, uh, when I was at work, this was about a decade ago, this, the Telegraph is a right-wing paper here in England and used to have a comment section on it and you know when i was at work i'd just in between bouts of work for a break i'd go on and just leave comments on and it's just on the telegraph there was just these endless bigoted comments about you know, homophobic racist sexist just stunningly ignorant ill-informed and now i'd go in and sort of just correct what they're saying just saying 
well, you're thinking this, but now you mean that. And then it just erupted into this huge sort of war of, you know, polemics and everything, which I always just thought, you know, it's just a total waste of time. But I just found it, again, most of the time I just stick to the silly comments, but there's, so there's that. There's a Formula One website I follow, which is just, I'm not going to mention what it's called, but it's an all right F1 website. And just the comment section is just so depraved and so full of lunatics. It's really quite stunning to behold and just the extent of just how horrible a lot of the people in there are. And uh, it, it just kind of makes me cut back and think, why are people behaving like this online? Because if you got a lot of them offline and you know, round them up in the room, they're probably, you know, sort of social, you know, uh, social pleasantries would kick in and sort of politeness and social constructs would all kick in and it'd all be very civil and polite and getting on and everything like that and it's just that anonymity when they're on the line like all these deep-seated sort of prejudices or whatever they can just unleash them online with not without any sort of well very little fear of any sort of retribution or sort of legal consequences for what they're writing which is why you see on twitter on twitter's absolutely notorious for youtube's really really bad as well but twitter's notorious for just the horrible extent of uh, internet you know, the comments that are left are just the sort of you know, horrible racism and the hate speech and uh, it's become like a breeding ground for the far right to just spout whatever enters their head and yeah it's been thoroughly unpleasant twitter's struggled to get on top of it and do anything about it and but it is getting slightly better but the problem is you got to hire thousands upon thousands of people to sort of keep on top of the endless millions of messages going out all the time and so, so psychologically there was an interesting article i read i'm going to try and find this actually and then post it into the um the blog post that's going to go with sporting this so you can read it if you want but there's a term called de-individuation and that's really i haven't got time to go into it here but it sort of explains why people do these horrible internet comments and and you know, the, the writing—it's strange because they'll be just writing the most horrible. And there was a film. Hang on, one second. Yeah, I was trying to find the name of this film. There was a short documentary about people leaving internet comments, uh, internet keyboard warriors, as they're called. And um, they, the documentary maker actually had, you know, put requests out to people: Would you like to be involved in this documentary? And some of them said yes. And then some some British people responded, and one of them is just this. Uh, essentially far-right commenter who basically put, you know, these immigrants coming into England deserve to be run over and all this other stuff. And he was just absolutely, yeah, I stand by those comments and was quite happy to reveal a lot of information about himself. Um, I'll, I'll, again, I'll try and find the, um, the name of that and add it into, into this, the blog post supporting this. And it's just, for me, the extent of all this, I mean, it's notorious at this point now because it's really become quite unpleasant dealing with these people online who just can't behave in a civil way and just want to offload seemingly all their bitterness uh, onto everyone else. And I luckily don't really get it very much on Professional Moron. I have had a few instances of it, uh, but it's very rare, which is quite strange i think the sort of ratio amount of people who actually view something because you'll see sometimes like on youtube like 100 million people watch one video and then you know a thousand people comment and uh, it's really it often takes an enormous amount of people to sort of, sort of watch something and then leave a comment i think it takes a sort of specific type of person to, to want to do that either you're filled with hate 
or you know you just want to or you're passionate about something and you want to comment on it or someone like me who just wants to make a silly stupid comment for all that you know uh, but yeah the worst one I ever had was on Professional Moron was a, I did a review on uh, there's a TV series from 2003 called it was a two part uh, TV film called Hitler the Rise of Evil uh, I think you can probably understand the type of person that, that attracted and they left a very very unpleasant uh, comment in the thing is it doesn't I have to clear everything before it goes through that's obviously I didn't let him do it I just deleted it and put him in his put uh, his IP address and everything in my block list um, but you know he's just doing it to provoke a reaction and it's just it just made me think you know you are pathetic and also I've got your IP address and I know exactly where you are you're in Louisiana in uh, in, in America and so yeah, it just made me think that unfortunately the the internet as wonderful a place as it can be it's also just allowed absolutely everybody no matter how demented and ignorant and unintelligent they are to get out there and just find an audience if they want and all of a sudden they've got this huge following that no matter how, what nonsense they spew out no matter how kind of vacuous they are and all this sort of stuff and i will say as well i'm a professional moron where i have this running thing with two of my regular readers and I won't name names in case they don't want to be named. But yeah, one of them's in Florida, which is in Scotland, I believe. And the other's in Toronto, which is also in Scotland, I believe, right at the top of Scotland. And those two, we have this running thing going where we just leave kind of, we pretend to have arguments in the comment section, basically. And we're just fuming at each other. And it's a lot of fun, you know. And so yeah, it just, that just makes me think, just be when you well i expect this anyway from most of my followers you know you're an intelligent bunch you're um bunch of geniuses i would say and you've come in and you often leave very pleasant comments and it's all a good laugh and it's wholesome and lovely and it just makes me think why what can we do about this issue of everyone being online posting these all the other people sort of posting this horrible crap and i don't think we really can do much about it because the other aspect is like if, if twitter wants to bring in Twitter as an example, if they want to bring in control measures to sort of stop people being so horrible all the time. And we saw it recently in England when uh, England were in the sort of Euro Cup final uh, in London against, God, who was it? I can't remember who it was now. Oh yeah, it was England versus Italy. Uh, it went down to penalties, England lost, and unfortunately three black players missed the penalties. And then predictably, Twitter and the internet, other internet forums exploded with just horrible, horrible racism. And again, it didn't become about sport then, it just became this political and um, kind of issue of what do we do to control hate speech and these horrible bigots. And the result was, well, you know, should we, Twitter was like, oh, should we step up uh, sort of censorship measures or whatever and then other people you know some of the twitter accounts online using sort of anonymous accounts like with twitter i have my name up there alex and you, know, you can follow me if you want um yeah i don't really use it for comments i just sort of retweet stuff but other people are using it sort of like fake names and stuff so, so they can just go out there remain anonymous and sort of post horrible stuff and then they're saying well i want to protect my freedom of speech so i don't want that interrupted and it's just uh, you know freedom of speech is not 
going out there and posting hateful comments it's just a completely different thing entirely i mean there is a limit to freedom of speech essentially which they don't seem to understand although i believe this is quite different in america and you can actually just go out there and say whatever you want if that's correct i might have misread that but uh, it's certainly interesting and you know the way americans approach it but in england it's slightly different as it will be all around the, the rest of the world and so yeah but it's just i can't quite understand it's just a lot of I suppose bitterness and anger and resentment welling up in people, as well as petty prejudices and you know when you've got a problem with someone just because of the colour of their skin. I mean that's just absolute base level stupidity, really. Um, and it's so it's just go out there, be civil, have fun, and don't do any of the horrible stuff, which is what I try to do. And it makes me think back to uh, a comment I left on around about ten years ago. I had a got into classical music for the first time, I was discovering more about it, a lot more like Mozart. I'd watched that Amadeus film from 1984 um, with Tom Hulse and uh, F. Murray Abraham in it. And it was really, got me into Mozart a great deal and then I got in more and more into classical. And I was listening to Arvo Parts, who's a fantastic composer. And there was this on YouTube, and there was a picture in the, for the YouTube video, the picture of him with his, just Arvo Part with his huge beard that he's got. And in the comment section, someone had put, that's some beard. Underneath it, I'd put, uh, legend has it, it's the beard that plays the violin for him. And I was quite pleased with that. And it got a huge number of plus votes. You know, a lot of people found it sort of interesting, funny. And then someone in, I think it was Vietnam, if I remember correctly, uh, put in the comment section that he found it absolutely hilarious and had spent 10 minutes just laughing himself stupid at that. And that's, I think, what we should what I'd like to see internet comments become that sort of more, uh, you know, that's kind of unifying type of deal rather than sort of causing conflict and antagonism all the time. You know, just a comment like that. And I hope that bloke remembers it every now and again and he has a good laugh about it. And, uh, yeah, possibly, or either that or ruined his experience of Arvo Park completely. And every time he plays Arvo Park, you know, has to, um, uh, be reminded of Beard possibly playing a violin, which is a terrifying image when you think about it. Uh, but then similarly on that comment section as well, I'd come across this bloke who was claiming at least, uh, but he did see, come across as extremely intelligent, but he was claiming to have an IQ of like 180 plus or something. And I'd have a look at his YouTube. He'd filled out all his YouTube channel with all his educational accomplishments and everything. And yeah, he's, he's obviously outstandingly intelligent. And for some reason, he started kicking off at me. I can't remember quite what the problem was. And then he started kicking off and sort of go, go, go. And he just threw in his IQ score without request. And he was being really pompous and patronizing and unpleasant. And again, so it's just that weighing up of, you know, even someone who's extraordinarily intelligent like that could just be a bit of a egotistical yeah, I'm not gonna, I keep wanting to swear, but I'm not going to swear. Just, you know, there was no need for it. I mean, what exactly is he trying to achieve? We're there listening to Arvo Part, and then he's sort of kick-started this very condescending um, conversation just because he happens to have a genius IQ. Uh, well, good for you, Macy, but, you know, there are lots of other intelligent people around as well to point out when you're being a bit of a prick. Oh, there we go, I swore. Uh, I'll probably get away with that. This probably won't be banned for that. But yeah, well, what am I on now? 15 minutes. Ooh, God, that's quite the longest podcast I've done so far, really. 
Now, I suppose I'll, I'll leave it there, I think. I just wanted to, again, as always, these things aren't, I'm not trying to make a point, really, I suppose, with these podcasts. They're more sort of observational and experience, experiential, if that's a word, and everything I've kind of learned and kept track of and with the internet and comments over the years. And so I suppose the ultimate irony now would be if the comment section for this post would just be full of everyone experiencing swearing and having massive flame wars and screaming abuse at me and so if you want to do that go ahead and otherwise leave a nice pleasant comment and if not then don't leave a comment at all yeah okay and have yourself a super weekend and tally belly ho